0: Welcome back to another Shut Up, No One Cares, Get Back to Work podcast. I'm your host, Colin Stucker, The Wild CEO, and I'm here to talk to you today about big ideas that are gonna stand the test of time, evergreen first principles that you can build your life around. I'm obsessed with being the best version I can, and I wanna help you the same. In this short daily show, six to 10 minutes, give or take, we talk about one big idea, We go into the daily six with a few tips and recommendations that you can use in different categories for life. And then I let you go to get back to your day and hopefully you're better off for it. Today's big idea relates to goals and the idea of monkey see, monkey do. I gotta kinda calm myself for this one because I can go on on. (laughs) Not Bear with me as I try to collect my thoughts. I will be doing a lot of editing on this one, I think, because I will be pausing. Most people grow up with certain conditioning. We are all conditioned by our upbringing. We have our parents that may or may not have strong expectations for what we should do with their lives. We might have grandparents, uncles, aunts, peer groups, just really too much to even talk about. But we grow up with a set of beliefs and ideals. And these are integral to who we become as adults and the choices we make in our early years that shapes the life we live as an adult. And I'm sure you can already sense where I'm going with this. (laughs) Most people, and I'm using that phrase a lot. Let me just say a lot of people, not most people, but a lot of people end up with lives of quiet desperation, as Emerson said. I think it was Emerson said that. Most men live lives of quiet desperation and they aren't happy or content. They cheat. They have midlife crises. They are impatient, irrational, you know, and affects their kids, their family life, their work. There is a million byproducts of not... Identifying who you are and the life you want to live. And what most people do is they follow some rote routine that's been designed for them, either by accident or because their parents built it on purpose or whatever. And then they wake up and they're 35, 45, you know, or even 50, and they're like, I literally hate my life and I'm not doing this anymore, or how do I get out, or whatever. And a lot of times it's too late. They're either stuck, they're committed, they have bills to pay, they have family to support, and they hate what they're doing. They hate how they're spending their time. Some people might gloss over this and think, oh, this doesn't apply to me or whatever. But, you know, it applies to all of us. We have to be very cognizant of the choices we make. And the fact that we make choices when we're like teenagers about what college to go to, or what degrees to pursue, whatever, it's literally a joke. The entire college system is a freaking joke. It just is. You're not gonna know if you should be a doctor or a lawyer when you're freaking 16. I mean, literally 15, 16 years old, they start having you plan for extracurricular so you can get into medical school or become a lawyer or get into this good college or whatever. It's like, you have no damn idea what you want out of life. You don't have the mental faculty to even figure it out. It's a multi-billion dollar, I think even now student loan debt is like over a trillion dollars. It is a big sham. It is a old system built for when Companies needed factory workers, and they had to have certain skills, and that is literally why the educational school system was created. And now we have the college system, and I'm not going to go into that today, but I want to talk about monkey see, monkey do. If you set goals for your life, if you you follow a life plan based on other people's opinions, based on what other people think you should do or what other people are doing, you're going to be disappointed, and you might even blow up your life. It's even more insidious today because we have social media and you have, you know, successful entrepreneurs that like have cars and they, you know, they basically rent jets and do all these things to make it look like they live like this glamorous lifestyle. And in some cases, maybe they do. Maybe they do have a bunch of money. They got lucky on the internet or whatever, and they're spending a lot of money. But this is a completely and utterly preposterous, ridiculous, unattainable, and not something anybody should be following for any kind of life advice or life path. It is just wrong. I'm not saying it's wrong. They can't do it, It's social media. People can do whatever they want, right? And if people are going to follow them, then again, that's the monkey, see, monkey, do part. That's on the person, but the content and the perception and the really bad ideas around people thinking that's what they should pursue, or if you're a successful entrepreneur, that's what you're supposed to do or whatever is completely and utterly bullshit. It's complete and utter BS. And it really screws with people's mind and it really screws with people's lives because they set bad goals, they pursue the wrong things, they have no idea who they are, what they actually want and what they actually value and they will invest 5, 10, 20, 30 years before they freaking realize it. And that is a damn shame. That is a damn shame. So I don't want that for you. I don't want that for anybody. I think the world would be a better place if we had more people saying this is who I am, this is what I value, this is what I want, I'm gonna pursue my work, I'm gonna pursue my business, my, my, my employer, whatever I'm gonna do, I'm gonna pursue it based on those principles I have for myself rather than somebody else's principles. And most people don't have their own set of principles. They don't, they've never even thought about that. Most people have never asked themselves the question, who am I, what do I want? And like really tried to answer it. I think it's like the only thing that matters because it's one of those things that if you get wrong, your entire life is—it could be wrong. It, it's a foundational piece. Who the hell's talking about it? Who's promoting it? What, what school do you go to for this? Where are they teaching it? It's like, I feel like I bring these topics up and in some cases it will fall in deaf ears because some people just aren't receptive to it. You know, it's like too new to them or it's, maybe it's a little scary so they just won't venture down that path. Some people are already a little open to it. Maybe they've already done it and so they're gonna kind of nod their head to the things I'm saying right now. And it's like, I wanna reach more of the former though because we have way fewer of the latter. We have way few people that are self-aware, that know who they are, what they want, and that are pursuing a life based on that. We have the majority. Yes, the overwhelming majority. I would even say probably like 98% of people on the planet have not a damn clue who they are, what they want. And that is why we get led into all of the BS that our species gets led into. You know, politics, really bad policies, us versus them, black versus white, racism, tribalism, political tribalism. Like there is so much nonsense that is a byproduct of, of our species and who we are, but is something that we can also now today with information, with understanding the things we know about psychology and, and human beings and biology, we can learn these things, we can work on fixing them, and we can, and it all starts with the individual. Come, coming back to who you are, what you want, and spending enough time there and not relying on what you see other people doing or what your parents have drilled into your head growing up about how you have to be a lawyer or you have to go into the family business or whatever, you get one life. In fact, I saw a really cool uh, poster recently that I wanna, I wanna try to find it and buy it, but it was a picture of one of those carnival tickets. You know how you get t- like a raffle ticket? That's what it is. So you get a raffle ticket and it's got like the numbers on it or whatever. It said something to the effect like one life or life, one entry, or like one punch card. It was basically like a single entry punch card for life. And you get one of those tickets and you get to exchange that ticket to basically the, the Grim Reaper, and you get a certain amount of time until he knocks at your door, and then you do with that time, hopefully, something that you want to do that is fulfilling, that's meaningful to yourself first, and then, of course, the world after that. So actually, just, just talking about this right now is like validating my idea to do this show. This show is a daily podcast, and it's a, it's a YouTube video. It's, it's, it's a daily freaking show. Uh, audio, I got to do that. I got to export that. I got to put that in iTunes. I got to do the video. I got to do the blog post. I got to do all the all the, all the the content I write added to it. It's a lot of stuff. And I mean, obviously I'm taking on this project during quarantine and and like life is much kind of more simple now, right? Like less options. So it is easier to take on projects, but it's a lot of freaking work. And it's not something that's going to like really make money. I mean, it can make money eventually, I guess, but it's more of something that I just want to do. I believe in it. I, I want to help more people uh, live better lives and just be better people, right? Because I think it's going to be, It's going to be a better world. And there's so much nonsense that we fall victim to. There's so much, uh, there's so many blind spots. There's so much bias. There's so much really bad, just absurdity at the hands of humans. Most people are literally plugged into the matrix and have not a damn clue about any of it. So monkey see, monkey do. At least until you've established who you are and what you want, then you can find those monkeys that you want to follow because they're doing the things that you've already established align with your values. Right? then monkey see, monkey do can be useful, but you should still be self-aware because it can still lead you astray. Right? You still have to have your own original thoughts and ideas. You want to be a unique person, and you should learn from people all around you, and you should follow people at times when it makes sense. But don't just give over yourself completely to someone else and follow uh, blindly what other people are doing. A lot of times you don't know exactly what's going on. You don't know what's going on below the surface. They could put on a, a facade of success and happiness and amazingness and then really be miserable underneath. So, like, it's very, very dangerous to go by a monkey, see monkey, do. A better strategy is understand who you are, to be self-aware, to go inward as much as possible, learn from the people around you, but also blaze your own path. So that's a big idea for today. Let's get to the daily six and we are, oh man, we're at 10 minutes. I know it was going to take me longer than I hoped, but I'll let us get back to the day. Let's get right into it. Daily quote. The one who follows a crowd will usually get no further than the crowd. The one who walks alone is likely to find themselves in places no one has ever been before. Albert Einstein. Daily tip or recommendation. Create a daily thinking routine. So I do this every morning when I'm writing and I have my coffee and everything and it's I leave the house, I go to a coffee shop and now I'm basically sitting on a bench outside the coffee shop because I can't go inside and every day when an idea comes up, I write it down. It's I'm not really journaling like that for me, I'd rather write uh, journaling, you know, I mean it's good for some people but just I let ideas come. I just, I stare off into the distance, I sip my cold brew, I maybe read some quotes, read some articles and then anything that comes up, I write it down and I just can't. Fathom not having a thinking routine, especially if you're doing anything or trying to do anything, and especially if you're trying to really understand who you are and what you want out of life. It's integral. Uh, Daily book recommendation, Red Rising by Pierce Brown. I've never been a sci-fi person per se, or maybe I just haven't really read that many sci-fi books, but the only thing I'm gonna say about this book series, which I think is about six books in now, is we named our son after the main character. The first book took a while to get into because he has a very unique style, but oh man it is worth it. I would just stick to it. Like get through the first half of the book of the first book in the first series. It's just so good. It's kind of one of those books that can actually change your life because it can change your perspective. It can make you think differently. It's unique writing style. I don't know. It just really opens up things. It's really hard to quantify it, but it's amazing. Allison and I both have read every single one of the books. And then a couple of our friends that have read it say they loved it as well. Daily health tip. Take a quality fish oil. So omega-3s are one of the most heavily researched supplements on the market. There's even an actual pharmaceutical fish oil, which is basically just a fish oil that's been approved by the FDA to be a pharmaceutical, which in some ways is kind of a scam if you ask me. And you, you don't need that, like you could literally just get probably for a fraction of the cost an actual whole body fish oil. And so what I take, and of course I'm biased because I'm the founder of the company, but I take our wild fish oil uh, pretty much every single day. And that's a whole body fish oil from Men- Menhaden. It's processed in the US, it's made in the US, one of the only fish oils on the planet that, that, that's the case. Most of them are actually caught overseas in other countries. You know, there's substandard processing practices. It's been shipped. It has to ship across the friggin' Atlantic or Pacific or whatever. There's a lot of things that can go wrong with fish oil being rancid. So having a very tight supply chain, keeping it as local as possible and actually controlling the manufacturing process is very important. And then also testing for uh, rancidity as well as omega content and et cetera. Like you really want to get the best quality, whole food, real food fish oil you can find. If you want to support the show, you can go over to Wild Foods and use code wildCEO for 12% off. I take it daily. Allison does as well. We also give it to our son. He'll just literally take the spoonful and just down it, it's amazing. And I couldn't recommend it more. So daily cooking tip, learn the basics of using a skillet. It's very simple, it goes like this. Take a cast iron skillet, put it on a burner, let it preheat on about medium heat for a few minutes so that it's getting nice and hot. Add some oil and or ghee, add your dried ingredient, even if that's veggies, it's veggies. If it's steak, if it's chicken, whatever, dry it down because that's how you get the sear. Place your ingredient in the pan so it has full surface area. Let it go for a couple of minutes until you have some color. Flip it. Let it go for some couple of minutes until you have some color. Repeat the process, flipping, and maybe butter basing, doing some other things until it's cooked through. If it's a thick ingredient, put it in the oven at like 250, 350, 300, whatever, and then let it keep cooking till it's done to your preferred doneness. Then take it out, taste it, season a little bit if you need to, and of course, I should say, you should've been seasoning kind of before, pre-seasoning uh, the ingredient before it goes in the pan, and then seasoning a couple times throughout the cooking process. That's how you build really deep flavor. And then you take it out and you taste it, adjust seasoning if needed, maybe add some lemon or some acid or something like that for a seasoning agent in addition to salt, maybe pepper, whatever you want, and then you eat it. And that is the basic way that I've learned how to cook and that it's been the cornerstone of my cooking routine for years. And then from there, expand. But getting to do that one technique, that one pan searing, pan frying, like oven finishing technique, 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 you can cook pretty much everything that way because what you can do is if you have large uh, ingredients, you can cut them down and then you cook them in a pan. Now, of course, if you have something like a roast, that's usually something you want to put in like a slow cooker or a crock pot, but you still want to sear it most of the time to get a lot of that flavor. That's how you start a lot of roasts is you sear it in a hot pan all sides so you have a nice caramelized crust. Then you finish it in the slow cooker to let it cook over, you know, 8, 10, 12, whatever hours it needs to cook so that it's done. This single thing could be the cornerstone. And it is for me, the foundation of your cooking routine. Daily thoughts about money. Buy assets that produce income. We moved out here to the country. Our guest bedroom, we turned into an Airbnb. It's over the garage, kind of detached. So it's like a perfect setup. There's no better feeling than getting money deposited into your account from something that you own that you really didn't have to do much for. Like if you buy some stocks, when those dividends come in, And I'm only getting, you know, a couple thousand dollars a year. I don't have a ton of stocks, but I do have some that are some of the best dividend paying stocks on the planet. And, you know, there's Apple, 3M, some other companies, Disney, getting that money deposited into your account for nothing. You don't do anything. You just, you just get it. It's just one of the most gratifying feelings. Like it's, it's probably the most gratifying way I've ever made money in my life. Making it your goal to get a few hundred thousand dollars in assets, or for me, like my goal is to have a million dollars in stocks and have ten thousand dollars in passive income. So, like, everything I do is getting towards that goal, but it is such an amazing feeling and it is attainable for everyone. If you save and you spend correctly and you invest over the long run, everybody can be a millionaire. Like, that's the thing. If you're an able bodied human and it might take you longer than it does others, but and if you live below your means and you live frugally and you do the right things, you can become a millionaire in your lifetime. Everybody can, I truly believe that. So focus on assets, not buying liabilities like cars and boats and things like that. And even a house can be a liability for people. Like I would rent for as long as you can because taking on a house is very expensive and there's always things you have to pay for. It's literally a bottomless pit for the most part. Um, Like obviously we're using Airbnb to try to supplement that and pay for as much as possible, but it definitely doesn't cover the mortgage. So that's gonna be it for today's show. Like, subscribe, and it being a daily show, I'm gonna see you in the next one.